Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Got a real treat today. Legend of the basketball game in the Upper Cumberland for a long, long time. Retired since, but uh, really been wanting to get you on the show for a while, Coach. So welcome to the show, Coach Kevin Bray. Well, I appreciate uh, what you said, but now legend and uh, all was right about that was just an old, old <laughs> former coach. But uh, thanks for having me here. I'm, I'm sure I'll enjoy this. Oh, yeah, it's, it's great to have you. Like I said, I've had you on my bullet list for a little while and just happened to run into you yeah very very recently (laughs) and uh and got you to to come on in so we definitely been looking forward to this one uh i've I've known you for a long time Uh, i guess when you were coaching down at jackson county as a head coach down there and and uh you know i was refing camps at tennessee tech i guess that's the first time i really ran into you but you you've been around basketball for a long time we're gonna really dive into that but really would like the folks out there listening to to know you know where did you grow up and what was what was it like at the time you grew up versus kind of now how is how has life changed you know for not only you but for kids and kids in this area since you were young oh my goodness (laughs) that's a long time ago um i grew up in jackson county had a brother six years older than me mark uh, that played at Tennessee Tech. And I had a cousin, uh, Roy Pate, um, that was two years older than him, that was recruited by Tech, and he wound up going to Lipscomb. But both of them played at Gainesboro at that time, and uh, both played for Kermit Forkham. And if pretty much, if they'd have been anywhere else, Roy was like 6'4", 220, my brother was like six five, two ten or fifteen. If if they had played anywhere else, I've said this my whole life, that they would have been a power five defensive end or tail or a tight end. That they were playing the wrong sport. Not not that they weren't good basketball players, they were, but they would have been outstanding football players. But but they never they couldn't play football. And and yeah. Uh, in that situation you mentioned somebody right there that really stands out to me and i didn't have the luxury of, of getting to know him uh but kermit uh i think it's forkham right is that right he he i hear his name all the time down around jackson county did you have the opportunity to know him or play with him well my my brother um played for him all four years um uh, my brother graduated in 1970 and um uh, they uh, they went to the state tournament in '68. Uh, obviously, had a good team, and um, my brother graduated in '70. And then uh, Kermit uh, retired, but then he came back and and helped uh, Buddy Gibson, who was head coach. And actually, um, Buddy was head coach on paper, but really, <laughs> really Kermit. Did did more of the coaching and um, and I, I coached. Um, I played uh, under Kermit for one year. Okay, and Kermit uh, Kermit was tough. He, he was tough, and you had to be tough to play for him. And then uh, starting my sophomore year, uh, Dan Huffines took okay. over. Okay, and uh, I played for him the last three years. Awesome. 
So let's transition back a little bit. So behind every strong coach is is a good family. So can you tell us a little bit about your kids and your wife? Well, like I say, I done mentioned my brother and um, my mom and dad were big sports fans. And um, and so, you know, my brother's six years older than me. I grew up, you know, playing with him and, and other guys his age and they wore me out. <laughs> beat you, you know, up. They beat me up all about every day. And uh, I was basically the rebounder. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they shot and I rebounded and run them down and, and all that. And and my mom and dad, you know, were very supportive. Uh, my dad was an athlete um, from Jackson County. My mom from Jackson County. But, uh, um, yeah, they they were big sports fans and, of course, encouraged me and Mark to play. And um, and so it was, uh, it was a whole lot of fun growing up. But times were very different, very different. <laughs> yeah. You know, my brother uh, – lived at home in the 60s and 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 I left home in 76 and um you know I I tell stories I used to tell stories to my class that were all true stories and the classes they didn't believe me yeah. they thought yeah. I'd make them up but yeah. uh, but that's just how much has changed in the last 55 60 years yeah there's no doubt we we'll talk a little bit more in depth about that so uh how are you doing now? I know you retired several years ago from Cookville High School as a basketball coach. How's things going in retirement? Well, this is actually my fourth year uh, being retired, and uh, I mean it's mostly good. I, I mean, while school's going on, I sub at least half the time. Some yeah. some weeks I sub, you know, four or five days. Some weeks a day or two, but I, you know, that's on my own schedule. I, it just gives me something to do. So. So I mean I'm doing good. Um, uh, my wife uh, was just uh, diagnosed with breast cancer about two months ago. She's been she's been going through chemo for seven weeks, and um, that's that's tough. That's tough yeah. on her. It's uh, tough on everybody. Yeah, but, heard that, and and uh, you know prayers are definitely out to her, and she's you know mustering through it, and it, it it's got to be tough at the home life, and, and uh, but you know like I said prayers out to her for you know good ending on that and and hopefully that chemo will will get in there and do what it's supposed to and and take care of her well thank you no problem so um you know coaching and playing so what the foundation of the show is about athletics how it how it kind of molded you and provided the foundation for what you needed to you know from high school into college and then and then on after that so well, what do you, in your mind, what does athletics do for a student athlete? Student athletes that played for you in the past, what does it provide for them? That's something you can talk about a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, depending on how coachable, uh, you know, just what kind of what kind of personality, what kind of kid they are. I mean, they just learn um, how to work hard. How to be a good teammate, and and if you can do those things in sports, you're going to be able to do those things uh, when you graduate, when you get out in the real world, and 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 getting a job. And you know the, the most common trait among successful people is just being a hard worker, 
and uh, we used to talk about that a lot. And um, and uh, there's so many of the players that I've coached that have turned out to be just greatly successful people. No doubt. No, you could probably just go down the list and, and list them all the way back from you know your days at Jackson County. There's so many. It'd be a long folks. list. Yeah. yeah. So many of those young people that you have influenced uh, along the way, and if we turned this around and brought them in here, you know what awesome things you know they would be able to say about you. Right. H- how does that feel uh, having a, a career not only in high school but also dipping into college there for several years? Um, how does that feel to to know that you've been on the positive side of of so many young people uh, as time has gone on? Well, it feels great, and to be honest, um, uh, you know, I go back so far, um, you know, I don't, I don't remember them all. Yeah. Um, I, I see a lot of kids, you know, in town or wherever it may be at a ball game or whatever, and and they'll come up, and I remember their face, and uh, you know, and they'll say, you know, I played for you in eighty five, eighty six, and <laughs> you know. So you know all the years run together, but uh, but uh, you know always uh, always uh, you know try to get them uh, play together and play hard and play with discipline and uh, it's you know it it was it was really um, I, I mean I loved it it was really a great job for me and you, you mentioned that a second ago and that does provide the foundation for success. You know, whatever they decide today, we, we all know and we say it all the time, there's 1% in football that goes on to the NFL and about the same in basketball. And baseball, maybe a few more than that. But uh, eventually, someday, they're not going to be able to play anymore. And and that foundation that's provided for them through sports and through coaches, you know, gives them the, the really the fundamentals and all that they need to be successful. And you really tag one uh, – one, thing that's very important to me too as a coach is work ethic you know i even in today's world i, I want to work with people who have good work ethic because no matter when the day ends at work those people are going to do what they need to do to get the job done and that's probably the same type of, of, of thing you look you know you want in your team and your a- individual athletes on your team yeah i mean and it didn't matter if i was coaching in high school and I, I coached at Tennessee Tech for ten years, uh, eighty nine to ninety eight, and um, you know, recruited players and coached players, and uh, you know, when you're recruiting, you, you try to also recruit the best, uh, you know, person with the most integrity, and it's, it's not just all about how tall you are and how fast you are and how high you can jump, uh, but. Uh, but uh, I think I recruited some good players to Tech, and um, and uh, I, I think about I think about players from Tech and from high school uh, a whole lot. Yeah, that's the, we're going to talk a little bit when we come back from break about some of those folks. I'll put you on the spot a little bit, and if if you're like me, you don't remember names as well as I have in the past but uh, we'll try and attach some of those because i think that's real interesting to know some of the folks that you brought into tech and, and some of the coach or some of the folks you coached along the way we are with uh, coach kevin bray former head coach at cookville high school and also jackson county high school and also an assistant at tennessee tech for 10 years we will be right back after this break
What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Got Kevin Bray, Coach Kevin Bray, in the hot seat today. Not really hot seat, but in the seat today. Coach, we, when we left for break, we were talking a little bit about uh, some of the athletes that you've coached and, you know, hopefully what uh, sports has provided them along the way that will build a foundation for their future. Let's transition into uh, some of the athletes that you coached. And uh, I'll start with high school. Um, man, you were at Jackson County for several years and then couple high school i think for uh, 18 years is that yeah 18 years so a lot of athletes went through during that time and uh something interesting that you said when we got off air and i'm, I'm real interested in recruiting when you were at tennessee tech so we'll this kind of leads back into that but um one of the things you said you, while you were at cookville high school a, a pretty big school in the state of tennessee that you you never had a division one team visit practice or you know come in to watch any of your athletes Let, let's talk about that for a, a moment well, I, I had a lot of very good high school players. Um, you know, you think about just the Upper Cumberland in general. I mean, there's a few Division One players, um, you know, come out of the Upper Cumberland, but um, uh, there's really not a whole lot of, of Division One players. And generally speaking, players and parents and, and maybe even coaches don't realize how good you got to be to be a division one player. And, uh, um, but, um, like I say, I had some really good players, but, um, none of them, none of them got recruited by division one schools. That's amazing. That's amazing to me, but that really does. Cause you've been on the other side of it. You, you've been the recruiter, you know, that has seen, uh, kids around this area that grow up in the upper Cumberland. And as you said, we've had some, we've got some out there right now. That are playing big time ball. Well, right, and and eighty nine to ninety eight, uh, when I was at Tech, uh, you know, we got Eric Mitchell, we got Joey Cole, uh, Jeff Arms, you know, from Salina was uh, before Joey. Uh, he was he was over there before I got there. Um, so you know, obviously, if there was a player locally that was good enough to play good enough to help us you know obviously we wanted to recruit him sure but like i say they were they were pretty few and far between and um but um the ones uh, the ones that were good enough uh you know we definitely we definitely wanted uh brent jolly from sparta and he had a teammate um that i recruited too that went to carson Newman, yeah played football and basketball i can't think of that gribble gribble Gribble, yeah. I, I tried to uh, get him to play uh, basketball at Tech. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, it's interesting because people out there, you know, that haven't been around ball or the only ball they know is just this side of it, um, especially on the, the men's side. They don't. They really don't realize coaching. You said it a minute ago. They really don't realize how much talent that you have to have to play at a big time uh, Division One school, and, and they've been few and far between because of that. You know, that's the reason. I, I think everybody knows who knows anything about recruiting and, and basketball in general. If you're good enough to play and you have the grades to play, you're going to get recruited. Absolutely, it don't matter. It don't matter what size school you go to. It don't matter what or even if you play on an AAU team or, you know, if you're playing on a big program, uh, you know, in, in these big tournaments instead of just local tournaments. If you're good enough, uh, college coaches will find you. Yeah, and you, you just said a couple of those, and I, I got to play against a couple of them. You had Joey Coe and Jeff Arms on the same team. Yeah. And and Tracy Strong was point guard, so that's that's three pretty good ones. And now his son is playing over at Tennessee Tech. Right. Yeah. Um, so you're definitely right. And you, you go back to Jolly and Gribble. Um, I, I say before they won the state championship down there, there was many folks in the Upper Cumberland, even in Sparta, that would have said they probably never could have. Uh, and they actually did. Roy White, of course, the coach at that time, uh, jailed that team together and had a pretty good team and took them to two state championships, which is unheard of at that time. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, especially in AAA and a rural team from the Upper Cumberland. I mean, that had never been done. Right. And won't be done again for a long, long time. I'm talking about it in the largest classification. And there's been some very successful single-A, double-A teams, you know, from Upper Cumberland. But uh, – but the biggest classification, it's, um, it's very hard for a rural team to do that. Yeah, and to do it twice uh, is uh, much more impressive. Yeah, it is, but it was pretty much the same players. Yeah, yeah. yeah as juniors and seniors, yeah. You know, to win a gold ball, you, you know very well that uh, something good has to happen. You have to get the breaks along the way. It don't just happen. And talent's one thing, and having the talent's great, but you still got to get some breaks along the way. But I also have to say, I mentioned single A, uh, Eric Mitchell playing for his dad up at Pickett County. He won a state tournament. Yep, yep. I don't remember what year, 89 or – Had to be 88, 89, yep. Yeah, somewhere in there. So, um, you know, I mean, you, you think about it, uh, you can come up you can come up with things like that. But uh, still, it's, uh, it's something to really be proud of uh, – to be from Upper Cumberland and then accomplish that. Yeah, and you mentioned e. I call him E Money, Eric Mitchell. He's yeah. uh, coaching up there. You actually got to coach against him uh, several years. So former player versus coach. Oh yeah, well, I coached him five years, <laughs> and um, yeah, now I don't know. We we've, we've talked about it. We played about fifty games against each other. Co- wow. Coached against about fifty games against each other, and so um, yeah, we're. Uh, We've we've been friends a long time, you know. And that that I talked to him about. It. He was on the show a while back, and I talked to him about the same thing. And you know, he said, you know, it's just something special when you get to coach against somebody that coached you. And he referenced that several times that you know you you get more intense about it. You get more intense with your team because while you're friends, you're still competitive and you want to win the game. Oh, and so yeah. that kind of yeah. brings a new level of of uh, competition out. Yeah, and just the Coval Sparta rivalry was just so intense among the fans. Anyway, um, 
and we, we had so many close games, and it was so loud, and <laughs> it, it really was a lot of fun. And of course, you lose some and you win some, but um, but we we really we really enjoyed that. And um, I hear um, Kovalev and Sparta are are stopping playing each other this coming year. Oh, I didn't know. I, that. I really hated to hear that. Yeah, the rivalry's uh, definitely intense. There's no doubt. I, I had no idea that that was going. I hate to see that, but uh, now I'm talking basketball. I think they're still playing in football. Okay, yeah. okay. So the rivalry will go on some sports. It sounds like, but I hate to see that in basketball still. But uh, you know, understand that you got to do what you got to do. So we'll we'll see how that works out for each of them. So uh, real quick, want to jump back uh, high school? Just a quick question. You may have to think about this for a second. High school. Jackson County and Cookville and Cumberland County, where you coached, who was the best high school player that you ever coached? Best high school player I ever coached. Um, wow. Yeah. It's tough, huh? That's tough over 40 years. Well, I guess I coached high school 30, but, um, uh, you know, uh, Cookville, uh, Zach Hennigan, um, Matt Hill, uh, Mario Burnett, um, um, I don't know. There, there was, there were so many. Yeah. Um, you know, Jackson County, Brad Gall, and of course I got to mention Jim Brown. Oh yeah. Uh, That's, I played against him. Yeah, and he, um, he was probably the smallest, weakest uh, that we had. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he was so smart and so good a shooter that he was a really good player. I mean, I can't wait till he hears this. That's going to be great. All right, guys, it's time for a break. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Coach Kevin Bray from former high school coaching fame. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. It's your host, Sam Brooks. Got Kevin Bray, Coach Kevin Bray, here today with me talking basketball in the Upper Cumberland. So when we left, we were talking about uh, a couple of your best players that you had in high school. It's, it's tough. I know it, over the course of a 40-year career, it's tough to bring those guys up. And then uh, when you leave here, Coach, you're going to be sitting in the car thinking of three or four other people <laughs> that you should have thought of. So. Well, uh, one I just thought of right then that played at Tech, uh, Mitchell Hill, and he is the all-time leading scorer at Coval High School. Yeah, tough player. And he played, uh, he played at Tech, and he got to play. He got to play, and uh, he is now a college coach. He is at yeah. Winthrop University. Yeah, doing doing a good job, and I, I saw some uh, media on that here uh, recently. He's doing a good job. It, it's going to be interesting to see where his career goes yeah. from there. So, yeah. and knowing it kind of started here with you guys, and he'll do, he'll, do. he'll do well. Oh yeah, no doubt. Let's jump to college. So. You were at Tennessee Tech and really lead recruiter for Tennessee Tech for a while while you were there, and uh, you had a lot of talent come in during that time. So I'm going to pin that one on to you. Who who was the best player in college uh, that you coached? Well, the first year I went over there uh, when Frank Harrell got the head coaching job in 1989, he didn't have – he hadn't hired his entire staff. So the first year I was over there, I got to recruit – and the first year I was over there, uh, I signed Maurice Houston, Mitch Couples, and John Best. Wow. And, um, you know, I coached over there nine more years. And I don't know that that wasn't the best class that I signed my very first year because all three of those 
were three-year starters, and John Bass was the MVP at OVC. And for a while, for a month or so his senior year, he was leading the country in scoring, wound up coming in second. And uh, Mitch Couples, you know, a three-year starter, very solid player. But, um, you know, signed signed, uh, several good players, but but no more, you know, that was – MVP of the OVC. Yeah, that, that's probably a good one there, John Best. And uh, you throw in Couples in Houston in a recruiting class that year. That is a pretty good, pretty good recruiting class there your first year. So um, as, you, uh, as you think about college and high school, one thing interesting, I always ask coaches, you, have a, you had a lot of games out there, not only your players, but you got to watch other people's players. So who was one of the best high school players that you coached against? Um, well, uh, we played we, – we always scrimmaged Clay County. Well, we, we didn't play in a regular season, but, but we played them um, in the spring and right at the end of school, and we always scrimmaged them before the season in the fall. And I've said ever since I saw him as sophomore that um, – Tyreek Key is the best player to come out of the Upper Cumberland that I've seen. And, I mean, a lot of good players. You know, Ronnie Robinson and so forth was more highly recruited. But, uh, I mean, Tyreek was just uh, – he was just different. I I was really disappointed in the year he had at Tennessee last year. Yeah. But um, in, in the Upper Cumberland, he was a really special player. Yeah, no, no doubt. And uh, you know, probably – could have done a little bit better, but he was in a position, and they really counted on him. Some of the games I watched, he did great. So, yeah, yeah. you know, really turned into a good career. Now he didn't sign at Tennessee. When he came out, he went to uh, I Indiana, State. Indiana State. That's right, and made his way back to the Vols. So that's nice. So we can get to to see him play. But uh, so that's uh, that's high school. So, gosh, how many people did you get to see in college that you coached again, and who stands out to you? <laughs> as one of the better ones there in that time that you were with, with well, the coach there. Well, you know, and he played what they call guarantee games, you know, games yeah. for money. I mean, we played Kentucky and Alabama. I mean, we played Alabama when they had Robert Horry, uh, Robinson. Um, anyway, they had three that went in the first round. And, um, uh, I mean, they were tremendous. And, of course um, – uh, Wade Houston's son, what was his name? Yeah. Um, he um, anyway. He was playing at Tennessee then, and we played them two or three times while he was there. Um, you stop. I knew his name too. I can't think of it now. Yeah, he was but, a heck of a shooter too. Yeah, and, and played in the NBA a long time. And um, I mean, we played. Uh, oh, we played uh, UConn uh, when they were number one in the country. And I don't remember the names of all those players, but uh, there was three or four of them went and played in the NBA. And, uh, you know, I mean, we played against Bob Knight. And, you know, we we really played a lot of outstanding coaches and outstanding players. Yeah, and just that, that my point in the whole question session right there is you, you've seen a lot of basketball. You Over the course of 40 years, the things that you have seen and the talent that you have seen not only coached, but being able to play against in your mind's got to be phenomenal. Well, I coached for four years. Now I didn't get out of high school in '76, but my brother started at Tennessee Tech in 1970, 
in the fall of 1970, and I, I very seldom missed a practice. I mean, I saw every home game, and I saw a lot of a lot of away games. And, um, you know, that was the original OVC. And um, so, you know, I've been familiar with Tennessee Tech since 1968 or 69 when, when they started recruiting my brother. And, um, you know, and, and so many teams around here, my family – uh, you know, it's always Kentucky and Tennessee fans, and so, you know, I've uh, I've seen a I've seen a whole lot of come and go. Yeah, it's it's interesting to to note how many that you've been around. So, you know, basketball has been a huge, huge part of your life. So, you know, I got to ask because I'm interested in this question that you. You've met so many people through basketball along the way. Um, regrets. I mean, <laughs> you, you've coached several teams. What If folks are listening out there that are early in that career, whether it be coaching or teaching or, you know, whatever, what would you advise them? Maybe some things that you look back and maybe you think you could have done better or wish you had done better. Uh, that's a question I always try and ask to, to see response and, and what people think. Well, I've I've coached so many players that have went on to be coaches, you know, that have won state championships, or you know, like Kevin Thomas mm-hmm. down at Jackson County. When he was at Shelbyville, he in AAA, he made it to the finals of the state tournament and got beaten overtime. And um, you know, so many other players that uh, won state tournaments and at least got to the state tournament, and. Uh, I mean, just one of the regrets that I personally got is that I never took a team to the state tournament. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And, um, yeah, so that's that's a regret. Now, we got to sub-state a few times, uh, like um, Jim Brown and Kevin Thomas and all of them. When they played, we played uh, Chattanooga City with Orlando Lightfoot. Remember that. At home and and got beat by one point in double overtime. Mm. So, you know, had a lot of teams that got close, but uh, didn't ever make it. Well, that just shows you, I mean, people don't realize how hard, number one, it is to get there. And yeah. and you have to have breaks along the way. And sometimes you can have the best team and, and still not, you know, get there if, if things don't work the right way. So that's, that's interesting. So uh, greatest, you know, on the other side of that, flip the coin, greatest accomplishment for you uh, along the way. Well... I, I I didn't really have any great accomplishments. Uh, I mean, to be honest, uh, I mean I, I think we were pretty consistently hard to beat. Uh, you know, we we won over twenty games most years, um, and that's the measure. So you know, we we were you know pretty consistent, but like like I say, we we never. Um, we never made it to the state tournament, and um, uh, so accomplishments. Uh, one that really big, it really stands out. I, I can't think of one. So that that's interesting to me because you your measurement is probably on a very high level. <laughs> Where uh, people on the outside looking in, you look at the district championships, the region championships, the sub state visits that you've been to, the the big games in uh, college you know, that you played a part in. 
you know, to me that that would stand out to the average person. So it seems to me you kind of set the ball the bar real high there <laughs> for yourself, and and that's a good thing to do. And, and and you know the good thing for these coaches that you coach now that are out there and uh, you know still living you know uh, some of your tutelage and what you provided for them still out there uh, pushing the envelope is got to be exciting for you as you as you look back and see all the relationships that you created along the way and what it's meant to those folks. Well, I, I mean, since you just said that, you know, I knew Mark Eldridge from Livingston. And, oh, yeah. And he was with us over as a grad assistant a couple of years at Tech. And, um, you know, he won a state championship at the highest level in high school with Maryville. And, um, you know, so, I mean, I was I was really proud of him. Well, gosh, you know, so many people. I could, I could Sean Floyd, Jim Brown. Oh, yeah. You know, Sean's still out there. He's doing the golf thing still and loving it. But it got so many people that, that have been attached to you and you've influenced. It's, it's got to be a cool feeling, man. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, it's um, it, it just means I'm pretty old. Well, yeah, I mean, we're all kind of climbing there and getting there. But, uh, Coach, I, I want to thank you today. We're running out of time. But uh, last-minute thing today, I appreciate you taking the time and coming over and want to say this for everybody, you know, thank you from all of the Upper Cumberland area for all that you've done for coaching and all the people that you've affected, including myself, even on the the football side of things, just kind of knowing you and respecting you and seeing how you coach and how you handle yourself at games and in school and in the classroom and, and all of that. You've meant a, probably a lot more to people than you, you think and know. So we appreciate your time, your efforts, and, and everything that you've done for the kids of the Upper Cumberland. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Sam. I really do. Thanks for joining us today, and you have a good one. All right. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Local Matters Sports.